0: Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is how do you stop Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day podcast. I am your host, Chris Ward. And today we have a really unique guest. She weaseled her way in here because at first I was like, no, I don't think so because she's a lawyer. But hear me out. Hear me out. Not that I have anything against lawyers. I just thought it would be one of these situations where they kind of scare you like, okay, these all the things you should be doing. And how is that helpful in moving us to our next win? But we talked and she's got all kinds of pearls of wisdom that really are going to enlighten and educate us and really just move us forward not scare us in any way so welcome to the show uh and i'm i'm stumbling because her name is so beautiful i don't want to butcher it sharina anki kroll welcome sharina thank you so much for having
1: me and you did say my name correctly so (laughs) thank you for that and um you know if you have lawyer jokes it's totally okay
0: (laughs) <laughs> Probably all of them by now. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I'm sure they teach you that in school. So she's, uh, Shreena, you're a fabulous lawyer and you're out of New York City and we're thrilled to have you here. And as I said to you when we chatted earlier, I said, oh my gosh, you give your industry a good name. It was really purposeful and enlightening conversation that we had. And I wanted to unpack some of it here today. So again, what I'm all about with this show is that you guys get to have things that you take away and do something today versus like just theory or concepts so things you should be doing. That doesn't inspire anybody, just wears you down, stresses you out. So Sharina says, we can do that today. We're going to move forward on that. So, oh, 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 this is my first legal disclaimer. I've never had to do this before. So you can help me, Sharina. This is for, what is it? What's the language here? Informational purposes only. Okay. Informational purposes informational purposes only not legal advice I feel like I'm you know doing a sponsor episode for some NBC show here okay so this is infotainment this is not legal advice I've never had to say that in my life before okay Sharina where do you want to start with us where should we start
1: um, you can ask me any question
0: you want. I would be more than happy to dive in any way you feel your audience. Okay, I, she's give, she's politely given the court back to me. All right, so let's talk about social media. We were talking about that a little bit. So, okay, let's back the truck up for even before that. So, when we have a company and we have a brand, because if you have a company, you're an entrepreneur. You have a brand. So, what are some things that we probably don't even know we don't know? Like what? Where do we start? with that lack of knowledge
1: sure so um just to back up a tiny bit i work exclusively with startups and small businesses in okay law so you'll know why why it is that you invited me here. yes yes uh, yes so i work in business contract trademark and copyright law so trademark and copyright are usually the big factors that go into protecting your brand um, and Chris and I have been talking, and you know everyone is on social media now, myself included. I, you know, started to be on Instagram a lot more than I used to be because people are finding me through Instagram, which is fantastic. And I never thought that that, that as an attorney I would be able to put anything of value on Instagram because <laughs> of the amount of restrictions we have on what yeah. we can and cannot post. We can't right. give legal advice unless you are a client. You know, a lot of those things hamper our ability to really be fun and informative. So, um, what I wanted to talk about today is, you know, how how to protect your brand and be be aware of what's going on on social media. So, um, Chris, if you if you want to ask any specific questions, feel free to do that. But I notice a lot of people, uh, by a lot, I mean about 90% of people with small businesses and startups. They're so excited about a new product or a new service or a new business mm. of any type that they just start putting the name out there. They get their handles, which is a great idea to get your handle before you you know, start your business. But they put their handles out there. They start advertising. They start marketing. They spend thousands of dollars on all of those things, you know, not just to get their name out there, but to also get recognition. They start sponsoring people but they forget or just completely decide to overlook the fact that they haven't protected their business name, their business logos, um, you know, or their slogans.
0: And I guess I thought too for me, I thought kind of once you own the .com, who like if I've got whatever abc.com, then well nobody else can take that .com because I've bought it. So I think we all thought there was a sense of ownership there.
1: So what you're talking about is really, um, I don't, by the way, I know you're in Canada. I'm in I'm in the U.S. So yeah, yeah, about U.S. law. Um, so once you own the domain name, that domain name is yours. However, right. you do not already automatically have a trademark protection no. that name. And that is a, mis- a misconception that a lot of people have. And um, sometimes there's a flip side to that. If you go and register your business at the county clerk's office, A lot of times people think that also protects them throughout the U.S. Um, OK, trademark, which is not true.
0: I guess what I thought is I didn't necessarily thought it protected me, but I thought if somebody else hasn't taken abc.com, they're not going to have a business ABC and not have .com, right? That's what I was thinking. So I thought, oh, okay, well, there obviously isn't another company name out there like that because uh, because I own the .com. So it wasn't that I thought it protected it, but I thought it was sort of a little bit like squatters rights. Like they're not going to buy it. They're not going to buy everything else if they can't get the .com. So There we are. So that's misinformation. So now you did mention you're in the U S and we've got listeners around the world, Australia, Italy, Canada, all that stuff. So when they're looking for someone to check this out for them, a lawyer, what are we asking for? And approximately what kind of investment are we looking at? Like what, what does this, what do we even ask for?
1: Sure. So, when, um, wherever you are, you know, your country will have its country specific rules and regulations and laws yeah. surrounding intellectual property. So, what you want to ask a lawyer such as myself who handles this type of law is how do I protect my brand? How do I protect my business name? How do I protect my logo? Are there different ways to go by doing that? Because here in the US, we you know, if there's a logo, I recommend not only re- registering the trademark of it, but also registering the copyright of the, the artist mm. to have a complete protection of that um, of that logo. However, on the flip side, if it's just a business name you're looking to uh, to protect, it's just a trademark. There is no copyright to the business name. So these are intricate details you may not really know unless you're speaking to someone that's handling it all the time
0: those are good points because somehow I don't think I ever really gave I knew the word copyright and trademark and I don't think I really thought about them being different like I don't know if I Mm -hmm. thought one was higher in the ranking or I just never gave it any thought I just knew they were both sort of important words but I never thought about asking the details of both right and so I know you can't quote us prices and stuff but are we looking at like you know tens of thousands are we looking at a couple of thousand like what are we looking at I'll tell you you know
1: based on my experience and what I I try charge about so for a startup package that would include you know um, starting up an LLC for example a limited liability company a trademark and let's say one contract of a you know a generic sort Um, that would be around the range of 5,000
0: okay Okay. not a lot
1: and you know what really shocks me is that people would invest about five to ten thousand dollars in a business coach to get their mindset out there However, yes, your mindset is important, but mindset's not going to protect you if, you know, if someone's coming after you to take all your money after you made the money with your mindset. Yes. So you have to be, you know, aware of that. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I
0: hope I'm not scaring you because that was not my no, intention. No, uh, I think you're making a very good point. I think you're. We just don't know. And I think you put your your head down, and you're lucky to be. And you think, oh my gosh, if I can survive the first year, and all of a sudden you look, and it's been five years, and you're right. Then we never thought about the legalities of this because certainly the first six months you weren't thinking I should protect this logo because you know you're just on a hot mess anyhow. So no, you're not scaring us. These are valid points. So you mentioned social media about when you're putting stuff out there, um, and again. And I, I apologize, people, I don't even I don't even know what I don't know. So I'm asking these broad questions. you mentioned that? What is it you were going to tap into there because I don't even know.
1: With social media, okay, so for example, there is um a new client
0: of mine, obviously,
1: I can't say the name for sure reasons, but she um, she just started um, a beauty business, right? So it's cosmetics. She has her own cosmetics line. So she's putting out all the colors of the lipsticks, of the eyeshadows, um, even before the manufacturing is complete, just to create the buzz, which is perfect because you want to build that base and, you know, have that credibility for when your products are ready to hit the market. But what she didn't do is protect the name before she started blasting it on Instagram. And she has a really good following already um okay colors are great i would buy them honestly i mean they look fantastic so she's doing a great job with the marketing however what she didn't think about was hey it's a great name if i put it out there someone else who you know is looking around for a name potentially
0: could steal it and then i would be out of luck that's exactly what's happening so So are these hold on a sec so is it the name of the company or the name of her new products Name of the company currently. Okay. So she started a new company uh, for cosmetics. She gave it a name and, and she, she did did she buy the dot com? She bought the she bought the website URL, yes. Yeah. She did okay. she the dot com. However, okay however she didn't
1: protect her trademark to the name that she is uh, using for the company. So okay.
0: That, that's now in jeopardy because someone else is trying to register it for the same thing. Oh, okay. And so, how did she even find out they're trying to register? Did they reach out to her? Is there conflict, they reached confusion? Reached out to her. Yes. Yeah.
1: She was saying that she infringed on their rights. So now, oh. everything that she has done with the great marketing that she's doing, great advertising, she has to either, you know, pay them to go away, which is probably not going to happen, honestly, um, or she has to start from scratch. So everything she spent on marketing and advertising mm. is futile. Right, because she's okay. she not to rename the company.
0: So it's like those Vistaprint cards, uh, business cards. Uh, there's a commercial for Vistaprint business cards and it makes me crazy because they'll say, you could spend $50 and get this business card and then you could start a business and it will change your life. You can call your own schedule. You can make more money. Now those things that can be true. Yes. You can get those cards. Yes. You can start your own business. And yes, you can have that lifestyle. Those things are not directly correlated in, in a small period of time. <laughs> so, so getting, so I think that's it. Like people run out and say, Oh, I'm going to start a business. Here's my business card. We're off to the races. I've got a name. And you never think about checking that out. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, all right. So we need to look into that. All right. Um, and then what else about sharing on social? Well, let, let me take a sideway lane here for a second, because I'm very interested in someone like you where you're right. What the heck are you doing on social media? Like on Instagram, if you're a lawyer, how what can you what do you do for that because sometimes we're all stuck with well my job is very on the computer so I thought at first well this is hard it's not like I get to show you a room I designed or cookies I baked or whatever and my job I think is interesting but to watch me work can be kind of boring so I was struggling with that for a bit right yeah but what do you do what is it you're talking about to get a following on Instagram tell me your secrets because this sounds dry on paper right yeah oh it's absolutely dry and In fact, when I started
1: my Instagram page uh, several years back, I didn't know what to put because we can't put anything about our clients. We can't possibly be showing pictures of us working on anything. I mean, how many pictures of myself typing could you possibly
0: Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) But recently, I started gaining a lot more followers because I started posting pictures of myself um, and I started writing um, about topics that are of interest to my clients. So for entrepreneurs. Okay, right. so, you know, they look at the pictures first, because obviously, Instagram is all visuals. Right. And, um, you know, then they read the caption. So if the caption can capture their imagination or their attention, then they're going to read further. So I started put a, putting a lot more substance in there. to I uh, do a lot of encouragement, women empowerment, um, inspiration, mm. success, things, okay. you know, so those things are universal, not just for lawyers, but they speak to my potential clients. So that's how they get hooked and also recently i started doing reels which is a lot of fun for some you know some industry as boring as mine Um, i just found a a creative outlet so the reels are a lot of fun for me i've done four so far and i'm hoping to do more because these are just you know a creative outlet and then it connects to my my audience really well
0: that's a really good lesson because we do all a lot of us have you know computer-generated jobs and you're right. Like you, you're, you've heard all the lawyer jokes. Nobody wants to hear about the law. All it is, is something that sounds scary. Like I want no part of it. I don't want to, I don't want to meet a lawyer. Right. So Absolutely. then how do you make that sound, you know, colorful and bubbly and all that stuff on Instagram? So that's a really, you know, a really good sort of sidebar lesson that I think we could all get a lot of takeaways from that. Awesome. Okay. So what are some other things that you see out there you think, They just don't know. They don't even know. They don't know. This is, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: So, you know, what's really interesting is that I talked so much about Instagram already, but a lot of clients started coming to me regarding their pictures being stolen from Instagram or that they're being sued because they took someone else's photo um, from Instagram or any other, you know, online platform. And they didn't realize that you can't just copy and paste and use it as your own material, right? So um, that's been a really big and booming area. And um, because I'm so visible on Instagram, people tend to find me to handle Instagram matters, which is fantastic.
0: Oh, my gosh. Um, so you're like an, <laughs> you could be an Instagram
1: lawyer. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, just so you know, too, to get something off of Instagram through the legal process is, is very hard. So let's say something of yours got stolen. Right. Uh, it's going to be really hard to get that off of um, someone else's feed. So just be careful if you if you are in, let's say, the photography business, right, and you have that is your business to take beautiful pictures before you put it on for the world to see and admire and fall in love with. You want to protect that picture. So in case someone does steal it, you have a recourse by saying, hey, this is my registration number. You need to take that down now. And at that point, you know, Instagram has to take it down that becomes, you know, something you can prove and not just he said, she
0: said, Oh, I owned it first, no, you owned it first. That's okay. That I'd like to get into. Oh. Hold on, I'm a little confused. So th- now this might be specific if you're like a photographer. So if there's just a picture of me, whatever, getting in a car to go to work today, that's not a big deal. But if you're putting something out with a high quality image and now somebody else is taking it, saying it's their work, um, what is it you do with the registration number? You attach it to the picture or what? No, it?
1: No, 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 no. So, um, so you own a copyright, at least in the US to um, any original work of authorship that includes pictures like let's do with the same same example for now. Yeah, simple. So if I were to find someone that stole my picture and used it elsewhere, I would obviously send them a cease and desist letter to take it down. Now what happens in in my, you know, nearly a decade of running my own practice is that I would like let's say my client receives a cease and desist letter saying, hey, you stole my picture the first thing I would ask that person's attorney or that person is to give me a registration number for the copyright. Oh. Because if they don't, if they can't produce that, my assumption is that it's not really yours or it didn't really matter, matter that much for you to protect it. And in the U S, unless you have a registration number, you cannot sue on it for copyright.
0: And that copyright would cover everything in my, all the visuals in my business. Um, as long as they're all protected. Okay, so just, gotcha. Just
1: protecting one won't protect everything else. But I will say this, it gets very tedious. No person in their right mind will be copywriting every single picture that they're posting online. So my advice is, you know, think about what you're putting up there. Are you going to be okay if someone copies it and doesn't take it down for whatever reason? Or either your lack of ability to go after them or they're
0: just you know, okay, political. okay, so then it's not realistic to be copywriting it, copywriting every picture, which I thought, well, I'm gonna yeah, I mean, you know, okay, honestly so, speaking, I, I don't know anyone that would do that, right? But let's say I'm a photographer and I got an opportunity to take, I don't know, whatever. I'm at a wedding and Obama and Oprah are there, and I get a picture of that. I might want to copyright that you exactly. know, because it's a big deal, right? So be selective there. Okay, perfect. All right. All right. Okay, awesome. So here we are. Sorry, I was
1: going off, uh, I guess. I didn't
0: I'm really- trying to navigate through this total ignorance that I have. Okay, perfect. I'm still stuck on the fact that you could be an Instagram lawyer. I bet you when you went to law school, you didn't think, huh, one day I could be an Instagram lawyer. It didn't
1: exist back then. So I no,
0: know that, <laughs> that is crazy. Okay, so, but when we grab images off Google, like I see something and I'm trying to give an example and I've got whatever a kid eating a bowl of cereal and I'm I'm doing a post about are you working through breakfast if it's just an image like you know a cartoon image or it's just a random stuff on Google I can use those correct um no you shouldn't use anything that's not yours that is rule number one you should
1: not (laughs) and then rule number two if you must use something make sure it's in the public domain or you're actually paying for it for what is known as a license. So the, the person that created it or owns the work, they give you a license to use the, the product, let's say an image, for whatever amount you're paying them. However, just because it's on a website and you like it or it appears on Google Images doesn't mean you can take it. In fact, you shouldn't. Um, okay. can i just give you an example of someone that's sure. called me today. Um, okay. okay. So this individual called me actually three times today and he's having a, a little heart attack because... Louis Vuitton is coming after him um, for using their logo on hats and t-shirts and uh, now masks. So he's been selling these things and I asked him, "How how did you start selling them, first of all? And he said, you know, I sell them online and, you know, I have my Instagram page, my Facebook page. So he's hashtagging Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. And it made it made it that much easier for Louis Vuitton to find it, right? So for the same reasons that you may be using certain hashtags or keywords, are going to make those things that much easier to uh, be found by someone that's looking for it.
0: Okay. So there are some good points in there. Like you want somebody to follow you. So you use the hashtag and then hashtag means you could also be found because you're looking for followers. You just might not be liking who found you, but, and I don't want to speak obviously disrespectful about your clients, but that was, that example is a little bit reckless though, isn't right, it? It is.
1: Absolutely. But you know, I'm trying to just drive the point across. Yeah, no, you're
0: because you know, reckless or not, the hell I can see two things. The hell if I'd want to be fighting with Louis Vuitton. Right, Secondly, exactly. I I think you could maybe think that in this big world they would never notice you like gum on their shoe. Like what are they gonna notice? Right. So I think what you're saying is if So whatever, even if it's a random cartoon X, like, oh, don't do this. And it's on Google images. We should be buying stuff off iStock or other platforms that if we log into that platform, even if it's free image, if we log into that platform and we grab the image from there, then it's been given to us. And it's now their responsibility to tell how it was sourced. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So
1: don't copy and paste. That is a horrible idea.
0: Okay, Uh, everybody knows that. She said, I have horrible ideas. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, I mean, they're not your idea <laughs> no 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 I'm just teasing you but you know what and I have heard that threat for years don't do this and whatever and I just thought that it was one of these inflated things because because what I was saying is I wouldn't take a picture of whatever Jennifer Aniston off Google Images and then put it on my website for you know for whatever even a background image for, you know never mm-hmm. saying never mind saying that I, I worked with her or something silly so I always just thought if you weren't reckless with it and weren't silly about it it didn't matter if you took a picture of a a cat wearing whatever a a cat sitting in front of a bowling ball if you were talking about bowling in your email just grab the image off google images you're good to go but you're saying it's just still a dangerous game don't do that
1: that's absolutely bad even if it's a really mundane subject that you're taking a picture of like a cat that you mentioned Um, It's not your image. You didn't spend time taking it. You didn't create that. So it's, it's not yours. So what you have to remember for the word copyright, I like to slice it in all my talks is that it's the right for you to copy your own work. So if it's not
0: your own work, you don't have the right to copy aka copyright. Right. Okay. You know what? I'm just getting this now. This My brain, my cables have just connected. You know what I think I now get is when we put stuff up, let's say we write an article or we talk about the podcast or my book, when the hour, when the day, and we put an image up. So here's the image with me and say Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, because he was on my show. Then now I do know you alt image, you know, you, you add alt text to that image. So it's going to come up in Google images. Whatever. And so now it's out there, and that's my image, and it's in Google Images because it's been tagged. What I and the rest of people, I think, were honestly thinking was somehow these Google Images that were up there were just sort of like leftover pictures in the bottom of a drawer that nobody owned. And that's how I saw them. I would never take from somebody else. But now when I key in my name or the podcast and I see all these images come up, they are my images. And so somebody else could be taking them. And I didn't get the ownership before i just thought they were sort of in cyberspace floating around like stars
1: and it's easy to think that you know it's yeah very easy to think that because nothing flashes at you saying you
0: know don't use it it's not
1: yeah.
0: or that else. these are real pictures because i kind of just right. thought they're junk stuff right 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 but there you know anything you see as long as
1: you know it's not yours you should not be using it at the end of the day
0: okay we have been this is a public service announcement everybody <laughs> I have I have been awakened. I didn't get it. I did not get it at all. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, I didn't I, get I it.
1: Hope, I hope after this you you will think of me. You know, anytime that stuff comes up. So
0: yeah, no, you're right. I mean, for the sake of just logging in, and now I I just didn't see how it was connected. Like I said, I just thought they were random extra pictures at Google. It's no big deal, right? But right. my pictures are up there. I've put all images in it. They're going to show up in somebody else's search, and I don't want them using it. So now I totally understand. And plus, I have no interest in the world in getting nasty letters in language I don't understand, which is legal ease. I don't need that. Right. <laughs> that- right. And
1: you know, it's made, it's become really easy to find pictures, um, you know, to not really find, to even track pictures to see how, which ones have been downloaded with mm. new apps and things like that. So copyright issues are, are doing really well. It's alive and well because of platforms, you know, the sharing platforms is just, it's, it's going crazy. The next big thing that we're looking at in the U.S. anyway, for, um, you know, to change in the copyright law is is the Pinterest issue. Every time you copy it, every time you share it, you're technically committing infringement of copyright. But our laws haven't caught up to that yet. So that's currently being developed. Like, are you, you know, what are your rights when you share something? Because now there's sharing button, you know, on Facebook, obviously Pinterest right. their business. You pin it. Every time you pin it, you are committing, technically speaking, copyright infringement of wherever it's coming from. So we're now in the process of developing that area of law within uh, copyright.
0: So also, I think that the story behind the story here, and we forget that. Is you are a lawyer and you said the copyright industry is alive and well. So that's a business for you. So it really is right. So it's in your best interest for these things to be pursued because it's a business for you. So it's not even like, oh, unless I do something crazy, crazy, and you know, say that I invented this and, and you know, buy a $50 phone and then slap an Apple logo on it with a picture. Like, unless I do some, it's not about that outlandish behavior, it's about the technicalities of the law generate business for you. And, and as we move forward in this day and age with all this sharing and craziness going on and social media exploding, 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 that's going to generate offsets for other industries like yourself. Absolutely. And you know, okay. I,
1: I like to be more proactive um, in my practice. I'd rather help my clients to protect their work before someone else comes and sues them or they have to sue someone else because that becomes a lot more time-consuming and obviously a lot more expensive. So I like to take yeah. a proactive approach if possible.
0: All right. Well, I got nothing left to say, people. I'm just like, sitting there going, oh, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Okay. And that's a really interesting thing. And I so value your time here today because the problem with, of course, we all know ignorance is no excuse for the law, but you don't know what you don't know. And then the problem with, as I said to you really nicely, you give your industry a great name because the problem with talking to a lawyer is, of course, you're going to tell me all these scary legal stories. I don't need that energy. I don't need to be hearing all this, you sued McDonald's because their coffee's too hot. I don't need all that. So, but then there's common sense or there's best practices. And because we're, we go way over here, we don't want to hear the scary stories and we don't hear any of them, right? right. Okay. Absolutely. So, okay. I get it. I get it. All right. My dear friend, Shereen, uh, why don't you tell us where people can, well, with it, everyone check her out on Instagram. we got to see how she's doing this. So Instagram okay. and where else can we find you? Sure. So actually on my screen here um, is my website. It's mostly can... audio. They're going to see it on YouTube a little bit, oh, but they're going to hear it on iTunes. Oh, okay, so okay. we'll That's... put it in the show notes. though. we'll put it yeah. in the show notes. Awesome. So, you know, if you just type in Anki Crow Law, it's A-N-K-H-I.
1: K R O L L A W dot com. Okay. Information is going to come up. So you can email me, call me, connect with me on social media, whichever the case
0: is. Um, and I'd be happy to connect. Okay. So we will make sure that's in the show notes because she's got a beautiful name, but we want to make sure we get those constants in the right order. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for your brilliance. We totally, I can't even talk straight anymore now. I'm thinking about all these images. So. <laughs> Thank you for your time. You were fabulous. And everyone else, till the next episode, we'll see you then. Hey guys, I'm super, super excited to share with you right now. We are gearing up to do a crazy, amazing, amazing, launch with the Outsourcing Playbook for Busy Entrepreneurs on Black Friday. We are going to have a spectacular Black Friday special. And this is full, chock full of amazing content. It's really about creating your win team so you get to what is next, what is next, so that you can get ideas to implementation and really make your ambitions come alive. So get on the waiting list, www.comingsoonfromchris.com. Coming soon from Chris, kri dot com.